0: Get the load I'm hauling. Hard work, i hit it harder. Ain't nothing new for a
1: backwoods farmer. Sun up, to sundown, backing up traffic all the way to town. Camo hat and a farmer's town. Cause I'm a working man.
2: Welcome to Fast Line Fast Track, presented by Fast Line Media Group, your innovative consumer resource and marketing partner of choice for the evolving agricultural community. Now, here's your host, Brent Adams.
3: Welcome to another episode of Fast Line, Fast Track. As always, we're awful glad you're here. On this episode, we're at the Nebraska Power Farming Show in Lincoln. We'll talk to the folks from Butler Ag Equipment, Heartland Ag Systems, Bed, and many more. We'll also talk to the folks from Purdue University about a student-created robot that's tackling weed control. And then we'll take you to the legendary Ernest Tubb Record Shop in Nashville for the gritty, soulful music of Jay Edwards. You won't want to miss a moment of it. Let's go. Well, first up on this week's episode, the Nebraska Power Farming Show was held at the Lancaster Event Center in Lincoln, Nebraska, December 10th through the 12th. We talked with many of the show's exhibitors about their latest products and services and are excited to share some of these conversations with you. Up uh, first is Chris Martin with Heartland Ag Systems, which has nine locations throughout Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Missouri, Nebraska, Kansas, and the Dakotas. <laughs> Back on Fast Line Fast Track from the Nebraska Power Farming Show. Now it's my pleasure to welcome in Chris Martin, who's a Territory Sales Manager with Heartland Ag Systems. And Chris, welcome into Fast Line Fast Track. Thank you very much. These guys are based out of Hutchinson, Minnesota, and they're a uh, Case IH dealer. We're standing in their booth here among some of this great uh, red Case IH equipment. Of course, Case IH has been a big supporter of FastLine Fast Track, so we want to uh, make sure we uh, give due to some of the folks who support them as well. And uh, Chris, tell us a bit about, first of all, a, b- a bit about the background of Harlan Ag Systems.
1: Harlan Ag Systems has been around since the 80s in Nebraska, Kansas, and Colorado, merged with another company by the same name out of Nebraska, or Iowa and Missouri and then earlier 2019 ended up merging with Ag Systems out of North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And what has
3: that done for the company overall?
1: Uh, for the company overall it has expanded us into a manufacturing firm that kind of helps us control our own destiny while helping our growers in the communities that we serve have greater opportunities for machines that they might not have had before due to more inventory and more used units at our uh, Mm disposal.
3: And uh, we're standing next to uh, one of these uh, great-looking uh, Patriot sprayers uh, with uh, a tank on the back here that uh, has the uh, library of uh, nutrient ag solutions who's on a, uh, a recent episode of the show. But tell us about these tanks and uh, what uh, what you've got going on here with them.
1: Yeah, the Patriot line starts out at an 800-gallon unit and goes all the way up to 1,600. Uh, the 1,600-gallon tank was just... Um, released to the public i believe in september of 2019 Uh, and this year we're actually having uh, larger or wider boom systems out to 135 feet that way we can offer customers that have um, you know vast fields and vast landscapes to get over a little bit easier time to do so with more gallon and more more
3: width And that's big. Everybody is looking for more ways to cover more territory in a quicker amount of time. And this will definitely uh, give you that capability. What are some of the other new things that are on the the horizon here as you head into 2020?
1: Some of the other new items that will come out, uh, I believe, are, a row sense. It'll have in-row steering. Some of the other items that will come out in in the future going to be a different cab. Not exactly sure when that'll hit, but also just added more technology. You know, as the technology sector thrives and, and produces greater things for the world, it kind of comes down into our machines and, and helps things quite a bit. Especially helps the efficiency of the farmers and the
3: commercial applicators that we help. And how much does the feedback that you get from them uh, factor into the products that you develop? Feedback goes greatly, you know, positive, negative, indifferent, whatever the case
1: may be. We're able to take that back to case and have them help us and, you know, respond to what happens. Um, We're also able to supply that in our own manufacturing facilities, um, whether it be taper and edge on finished steel or whether it be um, a different paint scheme or just a different necessity that a customer might see fit.
3: Well, and be listening because coming up in a uh, future episode uh, here, here uh, in, in the very near future, uh, we, we circle back with some of our friends from Case IH, Leo Bose, and a couple of the other folks here uh, from from different product lines here with Case IH to talk a bit about what's coming up for from them in 2020. So uh, be, be on the lookout for that. I believe we'll, we'll drop that in episode 34 uh, here before the end of the year. So uh, check that out. But uh, again, Chris, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about what you've got here with heartland ag systems and uh if you guys want to know more about uh, everything that they offer make sure you go to heartlandag.com again that's heartlandag.com we've been talking with chris martin that's a territorial sales manager with heartland ag systems and chris thanks so much for your time Thank you. Well, next up on the show, we check in with the folks from Butler Ag Equipment, which has 18 locations throughout Nebraska and the Dakotas. Their company history dates back to 1955, and they continue to build on their legacy, representing manufacturers such as Caterpillar, Agco, Drago, Horse, Kilbros, Balzer, and more. Back on Fastline Fast Track from the Nebraska Power Farming Show, and now it's my pleasure to bring in Tanner Baker and Tory Seiler. They are with Butler Ag Equipment out of uh, Fargo, North Dakota. They've got 18 locations in total. And uh, Tanner, welcome in. How we doing? Good, good. And Tory, welcome in. Glad to be here. And so you guys have got a lot of irons in the fire here these days. You are a uh, cat dealer, you're a precision planning dealer, you're an ag code dealer. Uh, tell us a bit about, first of all, uh, Tanner, the uh, g- kind of the
0: backstory of the company here. Uh, the backstory would be we started in uh, Fargo, North Dakota back uh, 65 years ago next year as, uh, as a Caterpillar dealer uh, with the North Dakota Department of Transportation. Um, 65 years later we're here in Nebraska we have four locations in the state um, we're selling uh, the Fent line, the Agco product along with uh, Challenger Rogator and Massey Ferguson
3: and, and great tractors there, we uh, have featured uh, Fent on the show here a couple times I talked to those folks at uh, the uh, Farm Progress show earlier this year, also uh, touch
4: base with them in, in Louisville And uh, how has, has that line uh, been for you guys? Uh, the Fint line's been great. Uh, we've been really rolling it out more and more this, this year. It has been our kind of blitz on it. Um, with the introduction of the, the Fint Ideal Combine this year, the rolling out the Fent 1000, now the new Fint 900, and the rest of the line. So it's really been a good uh, workhorse line for us and a really pretty hot seller. When folks come in looking for a specific tractor and end up with Fint, what is it that they're looking for usually? They're usually looking for a, a premium tractor that uh, uh, provides a, a high ROI, whether that be a fuel or fuel efficiency, or just uh, efficiency throughout the day. Uh, um, so that's that's really where what they're looking for when they're looking for FENT.
3: Uh So uh, also uh, white planters, another one that you guys deal in.
4: Yeah, we, we sell the white planter line, and uh, our white VE planters feature the precision planting equipment, the the technology that comes along with that, which is something we're very excited about. White's always been a good machine, but that precision just takes it to a, a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And
3: if you're familiar with uh, Fast Line, Fast Track, we spent time at the PTI farm there in Pontiac, Illinois earlier this year. Some just really incredible technology going on uh, with, with, with precision planting.
0: And uh, tell us a bit about your relationship with them, Tanner. From the beginning, it's been great. Um, you know, when we brought them in, uh, Agco brought them in, and uh, we decided that we were going to start building the planners with the precision tools on them. Um, you know uh, like Tori said ROI is a big deal and precision parts offer that uh, return on investment uh, greatly and in the f- from the first first time in the field to the last time. So we have a really great um, have, we have a really great uh, deal with with precision plant and uh, we're looking forward to growing it as, as that company keeps growing as well. So what's new on the horizon as we get into 2020 here for, for Butler Ag Equipment? Um, well, like I said, Fent is, uh, is the big big front runner. Um, that's the way Agco is pushing us. Um, we're really looking forward to uh, getting more of the Fent Ideal Combines out, the new 900 series tractors, the Gen 6 um and to be quite honest with you the new the new massey ferguson windrowers are uh, a cut above the rest and and we're looking forward to maybe doing some demos uh with with new and old customers and and hoping we can uh make the farm and the operation better well Tori, if folks want to know more about anything you're doing here with butler ag
3: equipment where can they go to learn more
4: they can go to www.butlerag.com or they can find me on uh tw- twitter at Tori seiler and i uh I post quite a bit of stuff about, about the equipment on there. So,
3: well, go check him out. I got a feeling you, uh, you you'll get quite an education by fo- following Tori on, uh, on on Twitter here. So check him out. Uh, Tori, appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to join us. Thanks for having me. And hey, Tanner, thank you much for uh, being a part of the show here.
0: Thank you very much.
3: Well, next up, you see their beds on pickup trucks throughout the country, used for hay bales and reel lifts, cattle feeding, and so much more. Sabathah, so Kansas-based HydraBed has become a gold standard in the bolt-in pickup bale handler market. And while at the Nebraska Power Farming Show, we got to learn more about HydraBed and the company behind the product. Back on Fastline Fast Track from the Nebraska Power Farming Show, and now I'm with Brody Weinman, who is with HydraBed. And Brody, welcome into Fast Line Fast Track. How's it going, Brent? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, It's going great. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here. You've got a, a great product here. Tell us a bit about HydraBed. So HydraBed was founded in 1983. Um, feeding solutions, cattle feeding solutions. It's a flatbed that goes on the back of your truck um, to haul, transport, and unroll big round bales. Uh, and then we have accessories that can go with that, as far as a cake feeder and a post
0: hole digger and, and that sort of thing.
3: Everybody's always looking for bigger, better ways, faster ways, more efficient ways to do everything. And moving those big round bales is no exception. Yeah, that's right. That's right. A three thousand pound lifting capacity and and an engine driven engine driven pump that uh, can produce up to eleven gallons a minute. So it makes your truck look pretty darn sharp as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Looks great. So okay. So as far as uh, the the company itself, about how many employees do you have? Uh, we employ between thirty and thirty five employees. And all, the, uh, all the, the beds are manufactured here in the good old USA. That's correct, Sabetha, Kansas. Yes, sir. Uh, that's so important to so many people here, and we want to make sure that we, that we stress that. What's being done is going right back into the economy in Sebetha, Kansas. So uh, go, go support them and uh, check out what they have to offer. Again, hydrabeds.com. And we've been talking with Brody Weinman with HydraBeds. Thank you, Brent. While here at the Nebraska Power Farming Show, we also learn more about Bill's volume sales and service, which has been a longtime FastLine advertiser. They sell and service Rotomix feed mixers and offer one of the largest inventories of rebuilt mixers in the world. With four locations in Nebraska and Kansas, they're able to rapidly get product and parts to their customers in those areas, as well as the Dakotas and Iowa. Back at the Nebraska Power Farming Show in Lincoln, Nebraska, I'm here with Jake Pullen, who is with Bill's Volume out of Central City, Nebraska. Jake, welcome into uh, Fast Line Fast Track. Thank you. Glad to be here. So tell us a
5: bit about the company and uh, the, the longevity and a bit about what you do. Well, basically, in a nutshell, we uh, my grandfather started this business in 1963 and has evolved into three locations since. And what we do is we're the largest uh, dealer for Rotomix feed mixers. So we service a lot of the feedlots in Nebraska, cow-calf, dairy, and we also do a little bit of manure spreaders, bunk sweepers, and cake feeders. Which is a big job. That is true. My grandpa always says the only breakdown of weekends and holidays, so we have the parts and service to help you. Tell us a bit about the parts and service, because I I understand that's a big portion of what you do. Yep, that's correct. We stock a little over $2 million in parts. We also have rental units for when a unit breaks down, and then also weekends and holidays, like we always say, we're we're ready for you. Uh And what are some of the hot products? What are people looking for these days? Um, They're looking for a variety of different things. Our staggered rotor is definitely our most popular unit for the feedlots, but we also um, do a little bit with verticals, manure spreaders, and then also when mixers are concerned you know the three bar the five bar which is more for the high rough engine and then again the staggered rotor which is more for your wet distillers feedlot ration from a business standpoint what has 2019 looked like for you guys it's been a challenge just like everybody else you know we we rise and fall with our customers um you know it's been tough but these last few months have been really good we're picking things back up so we're looking forward to 2020 mm-hmm. so folks want to know more about uh, what
3: you're doing here what where can they go
5: Yep, they can go to www.billsvolume.com or give us a call at um, 308-946-3068. That's our Central City store. Go check them out. This is Jake Pullen. And, uh, Jake, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Yep, thanks for coming.
3: While they may be rivals of the Nebraska Cornhuskers on the field and on the court, Purdue University was a welcome guest in Lincoln during the Nebraska Power Farming Show. They brought their AgBot, an autonomous weed eradicating tour de force, to the show and we had a chance to catch up with them and find out more about it back on fast sign fast track from the uh, nebraska power farming show in lincoln it's brent adams and i'm here with roger tomolin with the uh, purdue university college of agriculture agriculture and biological engineering program and they have got just an incredible program here the purdue ag by roger welcome into fast sign fast track It's great to be here Such a cool, cool uh, project they've got here. It is on the platform of a uh, a, a Yamaha utility vehicle, and it's a plant identification system uh, combined with a weed elimination system. So tell us a bit about how this operation works.
2: We have a machine, and it's a student contest that was designed about five years ago, but we have students that work every year on designing a system that will go through a cornfield. We're asked to identify three weeds, Cockabur, giant ragweed, and foxtail. So on the front of our system, we have six cameras that are constantly taking video. Feeds that into an onboard computer system on our machines. There's a regular computer like you might have in your house, except we have a much more powerful digital video card in our system to do the weed ID. But we have a large database of the pictures of the weeds in our computer system. So he essentially matches those up and so the computer says camera one, we have six cameras, you may say camera one saw a cockabur, then it feeds that from that computer back to the other system on the back of our system where we have our weed elimination system and feeds it to a microcomputer back there, then that computer then activates either a mechanical removal system like a roller tiller if the weed is between the rows. If it's in the rows where we can't get to it mechanically, then we activate a spray system and we apply a specific chemical based on the weed. So we have three weeds. So we have three tanks with a chemical for each weed. Additionally, we were asked to analyze the corn if it's yellow, we apply a fertilizer to the corn. But all this done autonomously, it drives itself through the field, there's no interactions from anybody once it starts, so it goes down, makes a pass through the field, turns around and comes back.
3: Just incredible stuff there, and uh, the work that they're doing here is catching the eye of uh, uh, manufacturers and engineering folks in the ag industry. and. Purdue University is turning out the next generation of these engineers that are going to go on and really shape the way agriculture is done here in the future and just some incredible stuff, Roger. Now, we have some really bright minds
2: they're fantastic students. We've been blessed that we have students with engineering backgrounds, computer science backgrounds, some in ag, some in electrical, some in mechanical, so it's a diverse group of students who are willing to think outside the box as we tackle these problems.
3: And that's the name of the game. You come to all these shows, and, and innovation is, is key here. And Purdue University is on uh, the cutting edge of developing some of that and developing some of the brightest minds who uh, will put that stuff into play here in the future. And, uh, Roger, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, break some of this down for us. And uh, if you want to know more about uh, everything going on at Purdue, make sure you check out purdue.edu. Check out their College of Agriculture and the Agricultural and Biological Engineering uh, section here. A lot of Innovative stuff going on. Well, it's, it's great being with you. I really appreciate the chance to
2: talk a little bit about the ag bot and the things we're doing at Purdue.
3: And now we take you to the legendary Ernest Tub Record Shop in Nashville for music from Americana artist Jay Edwards. He has a soulful, gritty sound and a great story to back it up. I know you're going to enjoy what you hear from him. Back on Fast Line, Fast Track from the legendary Ernest Tub Record Shop, 417 Broadway, in the heart of. Honky Tonk Heaven here, Lower Broadway, Nashville, Tennessee. My pleasure now to bring in Jay Edwards. Uh, just got a gritty, gritty sound, uh, traditional country, uh, the kind that you just want to sit there and, and drink beer to and just uh, and uh, j- just soak it in, man. Jay, welcome into the program.
6: Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Uh,
3: I just love listening to his music. He just has that raspy sound. Uh, you know, in his bio, they they mention uh, touches of Bob Seger, Joe Cocker. And John Fogarty, and I hear some of that. Uh, you know, we were talking off uh, uh, off air here about uh, Leon Russell. I hear some influences <laughs> there. Uh, there's just so many great uh, traditional old school uh, 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 sounds there, man. Uh, right. I, I love it. Where did music come from for you? You're from Arkansas.
6: Yeah, I, I get to claim both states, Arkansas. My dad's from Louisiana, and we were, I was raised right on the state line, a place called Eldorado, Arkansas. Uh-huh. And... Um, he was a traveling minister, and my mom played accordion or piano, or organ, whatever they had. And he had an old flat-top guitar, and so as soon as you could stand up and hold a microphone, you was on the platform singing. So that's I, I think that's about where a lot of these guys down here in Broadway and and uh, in Nashville and doing the stuff now all came from singing in church. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I think uh, we, we it was a it was kind of a not a not a uh, something I requested to do it was something I was told to do get up there and sing we and if the bass player didn't show up that night hey guess what you just learned to play bass okay <laughs> so
3: and now it's come back to serve you well
6: yeah yeah it, we're um we're giving it all we got man and uh, and I think uh, I think that that strength and that power from uh, those old services and stuff is is what's pushing and, and helping me get through right now too so uh
3: uh-huh. so when did you come to Nashville
6: Um, 2009, I started, I was living in South Carolina, and I started making a drive back and forth. Um, And I mean, it was, it was immediate. I I was here within a few months. I was here for two weeks and then back in South Carolina for two weeks and then here for two weeks. And and, um, um, my wife said, you got to, you got to stop. You know, uh, abusing our friends and sleeping on their couches and their spare rooms. And I make a joke sometimes on my shows and their porches when they didn't know you were out there. <laughs> but um, that never really actually happened. It almost happened, but it didn't happen. Um, but uh, I, I've been living here full on uh, close to eight years and uh, had a place here. Uh-huh. My wife still has a South Carolina driver's license and she lives between the two states. But I, I'm. Um, I've got a Tennessee driver's license and this is where, where I call home now. So who were some of the the big connections that you made when you came here to, to put you on the right path? (laughs) How about none? Um, (laughs) You know, um, man, I, when I first came to Nashville, they they actually, there was actually a fellow here and I'm not gonna call his name, but there was actually a fellow here in Nashville that I sat down with uh, to talk about my music and, and uh, one of these groups and, and uh, his his reaction was, no, you just need to keep on going to Memphis, you know. You got too much blues in your voice. You you don't belong in Nashville. And uh, so, you know, I was back over in Printer's Alley at the old Fiddlin' Steel with Rick Tiger and and uh, some of those old cats over there, and and uh, my buddy Craig Reynolds, and you know, we're just scratching out, trying to trying to get a, a foot up, and and uh, it's it's just been that way the whole time. Everything we've, I've never had a, uh, an actual full on publishing deal or, uh, management of any sort, uh, no booking of everything I've done. We just came back from a five, five or six day run in lose. Um, I'm sorry, Florida. I got to open up for, uh, almond bets and, uh, blackberry smoke. And, wow. Two great and, ones. Yeah, man. And, and JD Simo was there. Um, and, just uh, played at Lori Morgan's Place. I've been playing on PCB in Lori Morgan's Place. But all that was done, just, you know, me just me and my wife just scratching it out yeah. and trying to get to where we could. And, so.
3: and I tell you, your music fits squarely in there uh, between <laughs> Almond Beds and
6: Blackberry Smoke, man. It just, it fits. I like it. If I but, you know, you're talking about the the countryside of it. Um, I grew up listening to those old songs with T.G. Shepard and T. Graham Brown and. You know and then of course Travis Tritt. If Travis Tritt can be a country player then I know I can because there's <laughs> he's got so much soul and stuff in his voice too yeah so, uh, and,
3: and country needs more soul these days
6: yeah well I think it needs I think it's more it needs more old soul it sure. needs to get away from that 80s r and B a a little bit and get back to um, uh, telling some stories and, and you know and uh, get back to patches yeah, I'm dependent on you son you know some yes. that kind of old stuff' is yeah. like And uh, it, uh, I I went through this. I'm I'm older than most of these guys out here, so I went through this in the '80s, and and uh, that that R&B sound that that it's incorporated in in what we call country nowadays. And um, you know, man, I just I just love to see I just love to see a little room or you know an extra room over to the side that that had some of this old school uh, songwriting and and sound that just just power and hit you in your knees and you know put you on the floor type stuff so. yeah for sure well what's uh, on the horizon here you got a new album uh, coming out cold i do we uh the album came out uh, a little while back and um we just just didn't get as much traction but we started over with it and um um got some some new folks working with me and i think it's going to do real it, it has done very very well in my circle of friends and everybody that's heard it. Um, I say everybody. We did. We, we got passed on by a major um, group because they didn't have anything to do with it. But um, um, most of the people that, you know, friends call me, I get a call every day if somebody says, hey, man, I was driving back to Nashville, you know, from Georgia, and I just had to pull over and listen to that song. And and uh, I mean, that that stuff really makes you feel good. I'm not being facetious. It's just, Say, there's a lot of power in that record, and, and um, we put everything we had into it. And, uh, Drew Smith and Mike Sprinkle produced it for me, and um, and just got great, great players from here in Nashville on it. And it's it's old school. I mean, you know, ain't no finger snaps on it. I'm gonna tell you right now, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's um, it, it, we put everything we had into it. And I just I feel like it's, it's it still needs a chance to get out there and. And even if they throw it in the Americana bucket, you know that's that's a catch-all right now. But if they do, so what? Somebody needs to hear a little bit of what's going on right there.
3: Yeah, so, no, no,
6: no, drum tracks on that. Huh? <laughs> no, drum no, machines. no, not at all. Um, uh, Tommy Harden played drums on, on uh, this, and and uh, even down to the shakers and the tambourine. That's real live. Or Tommy Harden sitting in the in the thing shaking a tambourine and beating it and so I love it. Um yeah man, it's it's I just I love it too. I think it's awesome. So what keeps you going in this business? <laughs> and
3: I, it's it's a grind. I mean everybody thinks it's uh glitz and glamour and you come here and you, you you get paid and uh you get your songs on the radio or, or streamed and it's uh peaches and cream but uh for most of the guys I know and gals I know it's uh anything but that yeah, it's a grind
6: it, it is it's um you know they said it's a they said it was a five-year town until I was here five years and it was a 10-year town and <laughs> now I've been here 10 years and it's you know something's like well you know it's a 12-year town um but the thing that keeps me going is, is, is this is what I do. My dad was the um, was a traveling musician and, and evangelist and minister, and and it got in my blood. Um, it's like the little song I do, Rambling Fever. It's it's in my blood. I just can't get away from it. And my I guess at this at my age now, my only uh, only thing to go back to is roofing houses, and I really don't want to go back to roofing houses, <laughs> so. I can't. I don't think I can carry as many as I could. I'm at, I'm 51 years old, and, and I just don't think I could do it. I can't work out in the sun anymore. So, so, so you just keep banging away on the music. We just keep going at it, man. And I, I mean, and here's the deal: I, I've got places all over the country, even over overseas. People that play my music, and um, you know, I, I just talked about going to Florida. Um, I just went to Texas uh, the two weeks before that. Um, I was in Mississippi. I do smaller songwriting um, conferences like the Mississippi Songwriters Festival and uh, Black Warriors out of Tuscaloosa. Uh, We do things like that. I go to Boston. I've been to Boston in the last couple of years. I've been three or four times. I actually played on the campus at Boston College. and that was just from me being right down here playing on Broadway. And I play an all-original show on Broadway. I'm the only guy playing an all-original show, four hours of all-original music right here on Broadway. And uh, and that leads me to get to go to other places. Um, I hooked up with a friend of mine, John Schneider, this year. And, there you go. Yeah, we went down to just just met him, fluke, and he said, hey, man, come go with me. We jumped on a little plane and went down to uh, Kid Rock's birthday party down at Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. You know, (laughs) I got to get on the stage and sing with John and do some song—I mean, some kind of songwriter um, uh, showcase thing—and it was—it was great. So I'm—I'm doing—I'm making strides and doing the things that I want to do. Uh I'll be in Pennsylvania next week and uh, for four or five days playing—you know—shows and. Little honky tonks, and and um, you know, I, I just that's what I'm trying to do is just bring back a little bit of the old school grassroots concerts and shows to honky tonks and hootenannies nannies all over. Yeah, so Let's if uh, folks want to find you, find your music, where do they go? Best thing to do is go to the website, which is just the letter J, jedwardsmusic.net. Okay. It's not J A Y or J A I or anything, it's, uh, it's uh, just jedwardsmusic.net. Uh, And um, so everything else for the social media is all right there. There's a button they can hit and go to that.
3: So go find that and uh, make sure you stick around here and listen to this music. We're going to get him mic'd up and let him loose here, and you're just going to be blown away by... Uh, just this old, gut wrenching style of music that, that we love so much here. Oh, yeah. and, uh, that old, old. Throw that old in there. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> old school. We love it. That We're trying to bring it back and keep it here because that's where it belongs. And, uh, uh, man, Jay, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Fast Fastline Fast sure, Track. Buddy. And anytime. You, you're welcome around here anytime, man. So <laughs> we'll let you get, you. get, get set up and uh, let you hear the music of Jay Edwards.
6: Hi, I'm Jay Edwards. Uh, we got a brand new record out called "Cold." This is uh, was the first single off of it. It's called "I Ain't Broken."
7: I be on laid off, but I ain't laying around. Been working like a dog, giving my all since the plant shut down. It ain't easy picking up pieces. There's a piece of me that still believes things happen for a reason. Throw my last five in the plate at church. Well, hope that works. This ain't my first time. Making down and spending dollars Well, a little dirt never hurt this old blue collar I brush off the dust when things get tough It's how the tough keep going Tired and broke, I ain't broken I ain't broken Sometimes a long shot is your best bet. Cause there's a hunger inside you can only find in folks that ain't made it yet. I feel overdrawn. You know I'm past due. And I ain't never been a man to fold a bad hand cause I'm too afraid to lose. I'm banking on look and I'm making change. Counting on faith. This ain't my first time making down and spending dollars. Well, a little dirt never hurt this old blue collar. I brush off the dust when things get tough. It's how the tough keep going. Tired and broke, I ain't broke. First time making down and spending dollars. A little dirt, never heard this old blue collar. Brush off the dust when things get tough. Time to tough, keep on going. I'm tired and broke, but I ain't broken. Yeah. I'm tired and I'm broke, but I ain't broken. Yeah. I ain't broken. I ain't broken. All
6: right. Um, here's another one off the off the new record. Uh, this is called uh, Your Heart of Stone. That's what it's called.
7: <laughs> so. Well, I working eight day week. Trying to make a little money to buy you a diamond ring. And I'm working my life away. I swing of 10 pound sledge for more than 10 hours a day. Dead on my feet when I get home. Can't go back and chipping away at your heart of stone The red ain't no Romeo I'm just a hard man with nothing in my pocket to show My hands ain't soft and weak Cause I've been digging in the dirt to try to save you out me Flat on my back and sore to the bone I can't hold another shovel To uncover your heart of stone Well you keep telling me no You don't want me to hold you But you don't want me to leave you alone and you hide your love on the shelf. If you don't let me break through, then soon you're gonna be by yourself. I'm hammering away, I must be doing it wrong. I got a hammer and chisel trying to wrestle your heart of stone. You keep me holding on. You got me hammering the words on the break into your heart of stone. You got me hammering the words on the break into your heart of stone. You keep me hammering the words on the break into your heart of stone.
6: And uh, this one's a a new one Uh, I just wrote. Um, a tribute to Mr. Merle Haggard It's a, about the same title A song he had called Ramblin' Fever so.
7: Softly I whisper Baby I'm coming home She says, I won't wait, oh, I can't stand to miss her, oh, when she's all alone, but it still won't stop the wheels of this truck, and I got remnant fever, I'm still trying to deceive her, God knows She's hell enough Whenever I hold her I'm lying over and over I got a round, round fever in my blood I've counted the white lines from the barn to her bed No one I'll always want, just one more I got the reasons for leaving Written down in my head Every time I walk through her door And I got ready Still trying to deceive her Cause God knows she's hurting now. Whenever I hold her I'm lying over and over I got rambling fever in my blood i and fever, realm and fever, a disease that eats at my soul. Well, I've got realm and fever, ram and fever, Lord knows, I just love that old road. She knows how I love that old road God knows I just love that old road I got rain, air, almond fever I got rain, air, almond fever I got rain I got fever.
3: And those were the sounds of J. Edwards. Isn't he something? I told you he was. You can learn more about him at jedwardsmusic.net. That's the letter J, edwardsmusic.net. Well, Plant 2020 is just around the corner, and now's the time to get what you need to be ready. Make sure you make your first stop fastline.com. Check out the equipment locator and the price comparison tool with the Iron Average powered by Iron Solutions. Be sure to subscribe to Fastline Fast Track on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio, and follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Also, add our Spotify playlist to your library for music from past, present, and upcoming guests of the show. On the next episode, we'll have more from the Nebraska Power Farming Show, and we'll touch base with the folks at Case IH. We'll also hear the music of a rising star in country music, Rusty Williams, straight out of Georgia. Until then, it's Brent Adams saying, y'all come back and bring along a friend. You've been listening Fastline Fast Track, presented by Fastline Media Group. To learn more about Fastline's customer focused
2: marketing solutions, visit fastlinemediagroup.com and check out our brand websites fastline.com, bigag.com, and pinktractor.com. If you have topic suggestions for future podcasts, drop us a line at brent.adams at fastline.com.
1: like that.